You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. eBay Motors is here for the ride. Remember when you first saw the potential? And then through some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Look to your left. Look to your right. It's official. No one's got a ride like this. There's nothing else that sounds like, feels like, or looks like the set of wheels in your garage. With over 122 million parts, you can make sure your number one ride or die stays running smoothly, so there's no limit to how far you can take it. Brake kits, turbochargers, engines, exhaust kits, roof racks, LED headlights, bumpers, whatever your baby needs, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, well, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. The Dort Podcast Rich Keith. It's the Dort Podcast. Ryan Davis. The Dort Podcast. Hashtag. the Hashtag Dort Podcast. Thanks for tuning in to another episode of Hashtag Dork. My name is Rich Keefe, joined as always by Davey Eyeballs. He is Rick Rude Von Dick Dude. He is promo code Ron Von D. You know who it is. It's Ryan. It's Ryan. It's my Ryan. My Ryan. Oh, hey, the King of Ginger Ale. It's Ryan Davey. Davey, how are you? It's good. I missed that sounder. We haven't yeah, done yeah. that in a while. Yeah, you don't want to put it in there every week. No, it's not oh. an every week thing, but you're right. You're right. That's a good one, though. But it is pretty enjoyable. Mm-hmm. It is. It is pretty enjoyable. How you doing? How's how are good. things? Yeah, I'm good. A little, you know, rainy day today. Oh, but you know, it can't all be winners. <laughs> the weather's a real, yeah. real bear out there. I, <laughs> it's a rain. It's a rainy day. But Ryan, it's already the final week of hashtag Dorktober six. Jason Rossi lives. Where it's does crazy. The time go? I know. So we've we been doing. You know, speaking of, we did a dink last week, and so if you are of the, I only listen to the podcast portion of the audience it is a youtube only exclusive so you go to youtube.com slash dork podcast davy myself and the aforementioned jason rossi discuss the 1997 cinematic classic i know what you did last summer the night flyer the night flyer that'll be next year maybe that'll be next year yeah we'll add, we'll add that to the mix uh it was uh, good yeah and again we were well on our way to a million um subscribers on youtube so we nice. are close any day now. You know, I don't want to keep checking because I drive myself a little bit crazy. But I feel like one of these days I'm going to look down. And it's going to be one million subscribers. Absolutely. So, and at that point, it'll be an, it'll be a nice time had by all. But we have a massive episode this week, so let's just dive right in. Well, we're going to actually start with an absolutely horrible story, Ryan, and that is uh, Alec Baldwin killed someone on the set of the film Rust, which they were filming out in New Mexico. I still have no idea how these things happen. I don't either. I mean, there's people whose job it is. Why do you have live ammunition anywhere near a movie set? I don't... I don't understand the need for it at all. And I feel like in 1994, when The Crow came out and the yes. star of the film was murdered on set, was killed mm-hmm. on set in a scene 
and uh which is still in the movie by the way they later released the movie it's that scene right where they're all at, like that big like round table and he comes yeah, he's down. on the table standing on the table like that exactly. ha- in that scene and they're all shooting at him which you would assume with like fake guns or you know, like and i understand blanks can be dangerous too when you're really close but after the star of the film was killed i would have thought it would have been like impossible for something like this to happen but well, then some of the reports that you read out of it is they're trying to cut corners. They kind of got certain people that were qualified, like out of there. They just wanted to keep rolling. There was a few misfires apparently earlier in filming, and then, and then this happened where we first read about uh, someone being killed, and then you found out that it was actually Alec Baldwin who did it, and it's just insane. Like, I mean, you can't really, and, and that's the thing. Legally, like you can call that manslaughter, but at the same time. Like he probably didn't even touch the gun or load it or do it. You know what I mean? Like he didn't. Right. But it's it's one of those those weird things too, where because he's a producer on the film, it can kind of get traced back to like, all right, if you're cutting all these corners and filming, I'm not, nobody, I'm not saying he knew that there was a lot. No, no, no. no. I know that, but it's just like, it's such a fuck. It's such a fucking bad situation. It is. It's just so unfortunate. And the woman who died, you know, is an uh, award-winning cinematographer yeah you know who had a family and like you know i i I just don't understand there like there's so much that has to like you don't know about this story like i didn't do a ton of reading on it but Mm -hmm. i kind of got the gist yeah and like he was fucking around and like pointing the gun at people and it just he didn't think it was live ammunition and just shot somebody and hurt somebody else yeah yeah, right. Yeah, somebody else was was injured uh, as well. And not, I'm I'm not making light of this, but did we need a Alec Baldwin western movie? Like on top, like on top of all of this, it's like a probably a shit movie too. Right. And it was probably like a, a useless, unnecessary thing. And then it's like, what? And then and then somebody loses their life over it. So just yeah. a crazy, crazy situation going on out there. Uh, as for movies that are uh, in theater right now and also concurrently on HBO Max, have you seen Dune yet? I plan on watching it at any time now. Anytime. Not, not yet. Maybe anytime tonight. Anytime, USA. Yeah. So this is a movie that uh, I watched at home because, you know me, I love being at home. But yes, I, can you under- do. I can understand this would be a great theater movie, too. Like, it just looks awesome. And I think we're going to do, we're gonna, we are going to do a standalone episode on this next week. So if you yes. guys have seen Dune, great. If you haven't, try to watch it in the next week. And that'll be our episode next week. It's still making a lot of money despite being the dual release, like at home and in the theater. It's making a lot of money right now. I don't want to say too much because you haven't seen it at all. Mm-hmm. So I'll just say. I've seen the original Dune. Ooh, 1984's 1984. David Dune. Lynch, uh, Kyle McLaughlin vehicle. And Sting. And Sting, <laughs> who has a cameo in Only Murders in the Building on Hulu. Ah, Sting. Yeah. Sting. Nice. Sting. So, uh, yeah, so Dune, crazy cast, and uh, we'll do a full standalone next week. It is two and a half hours, so buckle up. An investment. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, we got a teaser and a release date for Ozark Season 4 on Netflix. It's going to come out. They called it part one of the finale. So my guess is they're going to break it up four or five episodes, six episodes. Six and six or something. Like yeah. A, yeah, that'd be my guess. But January 
21st. So really just what a couple months away. And again, you had a out of the gate hot show mm-hmm. that took a shit in the second ep- second season. Took a royal dump. And then brought it back. So and and ended on a real high note. You know, so uh yeah, I I like the show a lot overall. Yeah. You know, we'll we'll see Jesus, where it goes. I'm glad we got le- uh, less amount of the daughter in the hillbillies. I'm I'm done with that. Yep. It's really a Jason Bateman vehicle. I need more yes. more Jason Bateman, Laura Linney, and uh, uh, Julia Garner, I think her name yeah, is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. She doesn't know shit about fuck. That, <laughs> that's what she says. That's the show. Mm-hmm. That's the show. Uh, Ryan, this is, right, this is right in your wheelhouse. What did you think of the Uncharted trailer? Um, it was okay. I, I think it's, you know, it's going to be fine. I am in the, uh, this might be a bit of a hot take. I am like anti Mark Wahlberg movies kind of anti Mark Wahlberg. Yeah. Like I don't don't... real quick. uh, Do we do top six on the show? Six infinity stones. Top six Mark Wahlberg movies. Go. Um, Yeah. Like think of like boogie nights. Boogie nights is up there for me for sure. Um, Fear. Yeah, dude. Mr. Walker. <laughs> Fear. Fear Boogie Nights. Uh yep. Ted. Ted's okay. Other guys? Other guys? I do like the other guys. Other that guys is, is good. Yeah, I do like that. Um what else? Shit. See, you can't even like think of like any good one. The Italian job? No. <laughs> no oh the um, fighter the fighter was good i did like the fighter but it was good um, i'm going, I'm going fighter the departed kid the, the departed kid <laughs> i mean maybe he is responsible for entourage so i don't know uh, if you like that yeah well he's the in a fighter. lot of movies top six let's see patriots day that movie stunk no ted two stunk did you, ever see the lo- stunk. Did you ever see the lovely bones? That stunk. Wasn't bad. Uh, pain and gain with him in the rock. Oh, fuck, dude. Uh, shooter. Shooter was decent. Definitely in a top six Wahlberg movie. Uh, I Heart Huckabees. <laughs> <laughs> the Happening. Oh, my God. Planet of the Apes. Three Kings. Three Kings is okay. Actually, I don't don't sleep on Three Kings. Mm-hmm. Three Kings was pretty good. Yeah. Oh, Basketball Diaries was good, too. It actually was. Yeah. Okay. All right. All right. We got a handful there, but we like he's been in he's been in way more movies than that. The perfect Stam. I didn't like that movie. No. Invincible, where he played the shitty guy from the Eagles. But <laughs> <laughs> the Transformers. Scrub. Two Transformers ah. movies. Nah. <laughs> Daddy's home two. See what I'm saying? Like, there's not a lot of, there's not uh, a lot of good uh, movies. Yeah, I don't hate it. I don't. I don't. It's not a. It's not a bad take. No, a bad not a big take. Wahlberg guy. But people were like, what "About four brother. Don't forget. Don't also so forget they're, they're, they're brothers. They were brothers. They were also brothers. They're brothers. Um, they weren't actually brothers. <laughs> Tom Holland though in Uncharted, right? Yeah, and they they have him hitting like some Spider-Man pose, and everyone was like all pissed off about it yeah like, oh, spider-man can only balance on things like that come on it doesn't make any sense let it go you idiots you idiots all right 
Let's not be crass. Mm-hmm. Ryan, guess what's back, baby? <laughs> All right, you know what that means. It's I was I unaware. I was unaware this was back. Yeah, it's brought to you by 47 Brand. Go to 47brand.com. Enter the promo code hashtag dork at checkout for 20% off your entire order. You can get like this hat that I'm wearing. It's wearing it backwards, but trust me, it's a Bruins hat. Bruins season's back. Celtic season's back. And all the gear you can handle over there. They got sweatshirts. They got shirts. They got hats. All they got new playoff stuff. stuff, too. They got new uh, World yeah, Series do. stuff coming. So Yeah, they Good do. Shit. So it's a very simple game. You email us, dorkpodcast at gmail.com, something that you purchased for 25 or more dollars. Hopefully more. It's a lot more fun when it's more. But 25 is the baseline. And then we will tell you whether or not you should have bought this this one comes in from jared 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 or gerard jared j-a-r-e-d standard spelling of jared jared yes and i know their season is just completed but it is sports themed which is very much in our wheelhouse we we it doesn't have to be just you know dork stuff although dork uh, i feel like sports collectibles blends nicely into the dork world it's kind of dorky it is for sure dorky and i don't hate it at all so this right here and you can see a couple of little pieces um let me give you the quick little write-up that jared sent us he says uh starting a new hobby big red sox fan trying to get into trading baseball cards okay here in front of you is a Xander Bogarts Raphael Devers combo with player worn material and autographs. So if you see, let me scroll back up here, Ryan. As you can see, see you see on top there you got the Raphael Devers underneath Xander Bogarts. They're autographed, mm-hmm. and then a little piece of what must have been game worn material. Looks like a looks like jerseys. Look like just yep. snippets of jerseys, little bits of it. And it is, yeah, looks like a jock strap. No, it is a uh, <laughs> is a jersey, and it's a uh, tops. It's like obviously legitimate. There's Everybody even, knows is the is the best tops. Actually, tops. I was a big upper deck guy, but I do like tops. Well, we, you and I are of the era of upper deck, but they kind of burned mm. hot. I think they did. They broke out onto the scene in '89 with the Ken Griffey card. That was their first complete set was 89. I actually have every set from 89 to 93. Complete set. Upper you got deck. some good cards in there then. Yeah, I do. I really do. You really do. Um. Okay. Do you want to know how much you paid for it or do you want to guess? I want to guess. I would say if I were to see this in a shop, in a sports memorabilia shop, I would say that this goes for $75. Oh, no, no, no. Okay, well, Jared spent $300. Ooh. $300, Ryan. Oh, As you recoil in your chair for, again, a dual autographed relic collection. Raphael Devers, Xander Bogarts, great players, all-stars. It would have been nice. I think. A, I think a World Series, another World Series appearance, could have helped the value a little bit. Could have helped a little bit. But geez, oh, Christmas! Short. It seems high. These people. I, I. I don't know. I don't know. That seems high for a guy who 
I don't know. I mean, are these guys, it depends. He didn't I mean, just dip his toes in. He, he dove in head first. He definitely did. He's like, oh, this is a new little hobby I got. No, it's not. You just dove, you just, you just swan dived off the, like a fifth story balcony. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. I, I, I'm going to 300 bucks for guys. Who's like a guy who's what? 24 years old. But both young pups. How old is Bogarts? He's not 28 yet. 28, I think. Yeah, Devers is young. Bogarts. These I two mean, got a long way to go before I'm paying $300 for anything with their name on it. Get the fuck out of here! I uh, hate to do it to you, Jared. We appreciate you sending it in. Now, time out. Now, if these guys go on to have, like, Hall of Fame careers, you're sitting on a gold mine right there. But <laughs> It's an investment. It's, you know, it's an investment. Devers better figure out how to hit lefties if that if you know that's going to be worth 300 bucks oh. mm-hmm. just saying son of a bitch son of a son bitch. of a son of a bitch but that's how you play should i have bought this so send those into uh, that's, a, that's a good so so ct rebel brings up a good point are these game worn jerseys so do they have player dna on them i mean i would i don't know if they jizzed all over them but i would think that did they spackle them <laughs> i don't know what they did to them but <laughs> i'm sure there's i'm sure there's something that stuff's as tricky. A, so like, someone says, as a, Dave says, as a card collector, that's a good investment. Like now, again, like any investment, this is a commodity. You're hoping it pays off, but like you know, like any good investment, it can go up and it can go down. So time will tell if this is a good investment or not. But right now, I have so much more stuff to pay three hundred dollars for. Yeah, I'm with you on that. I just think that it, because they both have so much more career left. Let, like, let's see. Let's see. Maybe, maybe, like, maybe they are both Hall of Famers. Maybe if one of them gets traded tomorrow. You know, who, who knows? <laughs> what would that do to the value? Yeah. <laughs> then it's a collector's item because they're not Red Sox anymore. What the fuck? I don't know if that helps. <laughs> it's time for Davey's video game in Even if it takes more than a minute. All right, Ryan, what do you have? So this portion of the program brought to you by our friends at Wild Bill Soda. Go to drinkwildbills.com, use the promo code Ron Von D, and get you some of this. Check this out. I don't know how I feel about this. They're in the mail right now, but they have seasonal flavors right now, Richard, that are coming to me in the mail. I love seasonal shit. Pumpkin spice, apple pie, our second favorite pie. Close second. And hot toddy. They're all coming uh, in the mail. Sodas? Yeah. So, so I love pump. I'm a pumpkin spice bitch. I love pumpkin stuff, but I don't know about the soda. I'd like to try it. So what I'm guessing is these are all like kind of like a sarsaparilla root beer with like a different flavor in them. That would be that would be my guess. Okay. You know, like you do like a flavored Coke or something like that. So right. that, that would be my guess. I don't have them yet. Um, we hit a bit, bit of a snag in the uh, in the in the communications with Wild Bills. I updated my long story short. I updated my address with them. And then the person who was in charge of it was like, well, you didn't give me your email address. I'm like, what the fuck does that have to do with anything? What do you need that for? Exactly. You're mailing me stuff. I gave you my address. Whatever. Uh, Doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. Okay. Still a nice. It's on the way. It's on. It's a nice gesture. They're great to us. They're awesome. So, and I know some of you guys have been using the promo codes out there too. I get the emails all the time. So thank you very much. Go to wild drink, wild bills, get you some. Anyway, drink it. Three things. One thing I'm watching right now, there's a, there's a, Closed beta coming this next week for a game called Lost Ark. And if you guys are into 
um, like the Diablo kind of MMORPG games, like dungeon crawlers, like this game actually looks really cool. And Richard, to your to your sensibilities, it's free. Oh, I love that. So there, so there you go. That. Yeah. So it's uh, if you're into those kind of games, I'm looking at this right now. It looks actually really cool. Uh, I am signed up for the closed beta, so I might be able to give you um, a little uh, a little look see at that. Maybe moving forward, but you never know. Um, All right. The second bit of news. There's a big third bit of news. Oh yes, did you know? Did you see my tweet about McCree, Jesse McCree? New name. He is now Cole Cassidy. Which is like, okay, the alliteration drives me nuts, and also like, I don't know, I f- I feel like that's just like a stupid cowboy name that they just tacked on. Shouldn't they have just gone with cowboy guy? <laughs> like, like seriously, that. like cow- oh cowboy man would have been better. Cowboy man, yeah. cowboy like cowboy, oh, like, <laughs> or it'd be like Joe Wild West. Yep. Joe Wild West. Mm-hmm. That's how they're going to pronounce it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, it, it to me, it's just kind of like John Wayne. On it. <laughs> I just call him John Wayne. Like, yeah, he's fucking John it's Wayne. Clint, Clint Wayne. <laughs> yeah, right. There that it is. Great. Or John Eastwood. <laughs> Fine. Sold. Boom. I'll play Done. that guy. Yeah. yeah. Um, no, it does, it does seem kind of silly. I know why they did it, but like, come up with something a little bit better. Yeah. Joe Six Shooter is another good Joe, one. Yeah. Joey Six Shooter. <laughs> Uh, quick draw McGraw. Fine. Yeah. Fine. Um, so that's that. But the, uh, the big news is, Richard, and the biggest surprise, I had pre-ordered this game some months ago. It comes out tomorrow, not to timestamp this, or at midnight tonight. Guardians of the Galaxy is now trending to be one of the best-reviewed games of the year. And I'm so excited. They said it's the best parts of like an Arkham Knight or like an Insomniac Spider-Man plus Mass Effect. So like those are two. Someone said that in a review, and that is probably the best compliment you could have ever given this game. Yeah, Um, I'm definitely intrigued now because I wasn't sure when I saw that you're only Star-Lord. But but you're not. So like if you look at kind of the the balance between it and I've watched some gameplay, you, you kind of play as everybody. Okay. Right. Um, so it's Idos Montreal who makes this game, uh-huh. um, and Square Enix who just took a shit all over the Avengers, and now they're kind of bouncing back with this one, <laughs> right? That was that was the Avengers. Um, so in this game, I mean, you have it's like Spider-Man in that you have all of these like crazy costumes that you can put people in or all the the whole team in. Um, I guess the the banter is pretty quippy. They go back and forth. The soundtrack is badass. Right. Adam Warlock shows up. There's going to be other people who show up in the game as well. So I'm told. Um, so it looks, I mean, I'm excited. I'm really excited to play this. I mean, I'm, I'm already shit. I think I'm like 20 hours, 30 hours into Far Cry 6. Oh, nice. About 10 hours into Metroid. So I'm like, I haven't even finished Deathloop. So I'm like, this is shit is starting to like blow have up. You on got, have you gotten to, uh, Giancarlo Esposito yet in Far Cry 6? You see him a lot. And okay. they, in, on the PlayStation 5, I mean, you see like skin, tone, like every pore in his face and everything. It's, awesome. it's crazy. Okay. And cool. the voice, his voice acting obviously is fucking superb. Yeah, so, yeah, he's just like the best bad guy ever. Ever. Yeah, yeah. I like it. So that's it. So I can't wait for next week to tell you guys all about Guardians and how, um, I guess, how good it is. But hey. Well, hey. That's, 
Davies Video Game Minute brought to you by our good friends at Wild Bill Soda. Good Rick Wild Bill Quick question for you, Rye. Yeah. Y'all ready for bisque? I guess. Well, it's the topic of the day, and today it is the 2021 horror movies. So yeah. uh, we have done a lot of different activities in the first six hashtag Dorktobers, right? We've done a top 50 horror movie list not once but twice. Twice. We have done uh, best uh, horror movies you've never seen not once that was but a good twice. One. That was my favorite one. Yep. So that was really fun. That I think we did that the first two years of it. Like we just mm-hmm. found like kind of like ones that nobody hopefully had seen. That's where all the Night Flyer recurring uh, comments come from. Uh, and so this year, I realized that I had seen so many that were released this year. Some originals, some kind of reboots or sequels. A lot of big name titles in here. But I you added watched, up. Yeah, you've watched way more than I have. Well, I've seen sixty-seven total movies Jesus Christ. that have come out in 2021 and part of that is there's so much shit on netflix hbo max prime and hulu where you i've been to the theater like twice and yet i've seen all these goddamn movies and then i was looking through it even a little bit closer i'm like i think a third of them are like horror movies or at least yeah. could qualify as horror movies so there's a couple different ways to do this i ranked them Kind of a loose ranking, mm-hmm. one through twenty-three of what I would consider horror movies. Let's just start with one. There's no need to have like a big reveal. There's no, no big reveal, yeah. Like, and I know you've seen roughly half of these. Yes. So if you haven't seen it, no big deal. I'll try to sell it to you. I'm mm-hmm. not going to go full on spoiler on these, but the ones at the beginning are the ones I highly recommend. It. The ones at the end are just like comically bad. So mm-hmm. let's start with to me, what is the best movie, best horror movie of 2021? candy man this is this was good this was yeah. like a solid horror movie yes had its issues okay um we're not doing spo- spoilers so things things that the original candy man now this is like halloween right this is the direct sequel of the original yes yeah, skipping those called shitty- the same yeah, exactly. So skip yep. the shitty sequels that came out in both franchises. Mm-hmm. Just take the original great one and then apparently call it the same thing. But just call it the same thing. Yeah. Um, so one of the things that the original Candyman did was kind of hide what it was trying to tell talk to you about. Like there was a deeper mean like like we talked about it last week with Halloween Kills was like bludgeoned you over the head with the, the social commentary. Yeah, I feel like Candyman did that a little bit too. Um, a little bit. It, it was much more poignant, and it was much more yeah. as B- Jordan Peele, writer and producer of this. Right. He likes to kind of bring in social issues to horror movies and and all that stuff, which is fine. It worked for Candyman. It didn't work for Halloween Kills. So he did. Yeah, right. He didn't direct it. No. So Jordan Peele's one of those things where it's like I don't know how much credit or blame you'd even want to give them like i think of jordan peele as like get out and us are straight up jordan peele movies mm-hmm. Candyman, i feel like it's half because it's not just a producer role which again i don't even know what they do it's kind of like money and like whatever what they have what yep. kind of say they have but he is one of the writers uh nia da costa is the director of the movie she did uh let's see she directed like one other movie right yeah, it's a movie called Little Woods. Yes. But she's also directing The Marvels. Yes. Which is coming out in mm-hmm. 23, I believe. 
So she's definitely a director to keep an eye on. And I'm so not, that I'm makes not. sense because yeah. with the girl who plays Monica Rambo is in Candyman. Yeah. And yeah. she's going to be in the, the Marvels, obviously. I thought it was pretty good, and I I love the original. The original Candyman, I think, is is an absolute treat. I think that was in our top twenty, probably of of last year's mm-hmm. thing. Um, and then so real quick, the storyline says in present day, many years after the last of the uh, Cabrini towers were torn down, Anthony and his partner move into a loft in the new gentrified Cabrini. A chance encounter with an old timer exposes Anthony to the true story behind Candyman. Anxious to use these macabre details in his studio as fresh uh, for ideas for his paintings, he unknowingly opens a door to a complex past that unravels his own sanity and unleashes a terrifying wave of violence. And so, ninety minutes in and out, in and out, yeah. out the door, out the door, ninety mm-hmm. minutes. But if you like the Candyman lore, I think you'll appreciate this one, and it is it's. It's both true to the original, but also kind of has some of its own ideas as well. Yes, and it builds off of those ideas. So uh, to answer Brad's question in the chat, is it the original dude? Yes. He is yeah, Tony it. Todd. Yes. Tony, Tony Todd. Todd is mm-hmm. Tony Todd is absolutely in it. So, uh, And a good ending, too. Good end to this. Yeah, 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 absolutely. And I think this one kind of suffered from it was in the theater at a time where like some people were going back, but not everybody was. And it was, a I was theater only. Mm-hmm. So like, I think if people watched this one at home, it would have been pretty cool. Or if this came out October 1st on like HBO max, I think it would have been like, people would have talked about it more. I don't think enough people saw it yet. No, so, but maybe by next year they will. Uh, the number two movie on my list is a uh, horror comedy. Werewolves within. See, I missed this. And this is one that I need. You need to like, I was excited because one of the people I was really excited to see really act was fucking AT&T Lily. Yes. I wanted to see how she did. She's awesome. Awesome. Mm-hmm. So her name is, I believe, Melania Weintraub. Weintraub. Weintraub? Weintraub. V-A-Y-N-T-R-U-B. Vain, yeah. She's great. Uh, Sam Richardson, who is like Tim Robinson's best friend that they were in the Detroiters together. Sam Richardson is also hilarious. Uh, These two are both really, really good. Michaela Watkins, who was on SNL for like a couple seasons, and you've seen her probably pop up in a few things. She's good in this, but um, interesting little story. It's also based off a video game, Davey. This is a video game movie. I had heard that, but I didn't know. Like, I didn't. Yeah, I never it played make it. Sense because, yeah, um, the game like wasn't that popular. No, probably not. And it looks like a kids' game. Like it doesn't make any yeah. sense. So the one of the taglines for this is a who done it with teeth. A uh, proposed gas pipeline has created divisions within the small town of Beaverfield. When a snowstorm traps its residents together inside the local inn, newly arrived forest ranger Finn, played by Sam Richardson, and postal worker, played by uh, the AT&T girl, must mm-hmm. try to keep the peace and uncover the truth behind a mysterious creature that has begun terrorizing the community. Pretty simple premise and a very enjoyable film. Very enjoyable. I'll have to check that out. Like, yep. I'm, I'm, I, because it's funny, right? Like, it's like a horror comedy. Yep. Yeah. I got to yep. check this out. Fuck you, dickhead. Oops, sorry, that wasn't meant for you. 
I said I'd check it out, man. Shit. Last week, I saw a film. As I recall, it was a horror film. All right, I want to put these two together. I actually have them ranked third and sixth on my list, but I'm going to put them together. Uh, Batman The Long Halloween Part 1 and Part 2 animated film. Decent. It was. It was solid. And I used to say, oh, DC animated, they're all good. Unfortunately, there's been too many that have been shit, and now you have to like you're not sure. And this one was was pretty good. It's my personal favorite comic book, uh, but I thought they did a good job breaking them up. The voice acting was good. It was it was good. I liked it. And one thing I would add to this too, like if you like the story, it's a good adaptation of the actual story, which is nice. They actually are pretty true to it. Mm-hmm. Um, I would say add to this list if I were to add one on here, uh, City of Demons, the Constantine. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. um definitely add it to this list it is it is absolutely a horror more horror than uh than oh, anything yeah. else so yeah, yeah. definitely check that out if you're into dc animation and you want to watch something more horror-y mm-hmm. definitely check out city of demons uh this one i had ranked fourth seventh and eighth and i'll uh, add them all up together and we actually did a full-on episode so you can check out the archive on this for for more of our thoughts on the fear street trilogy yeah man 1984, 1978, and 1666. These kind of came out of nowhere this year. And I think we talked about it at the time. Ideally, they were going to be theater movies, like one at a time. Like Mm -hmm. every year, there's going to be a new one. Because of COVID and because of everything, they decided to release it in three consecutive weeks on Netflix. And I love that. Like, that was so unique. And that was fucking awesome. They needed, like, and they need to do more of this. Like, Mm -hmm. I know we talked about, like, one of the things that last year that we talked about, uh, we did a standalone episode was Bandersnatch and how they did like this, like choose your own adventure thing. And you thought, I mean, I don't know how much production goes into that and how much time it takes to film something like that. But Netflix needs to do more of this stuff that like they you can't get at a movie theater, right? Yeah. So releasing, like, think about it. Like you watch, we, it kind of came out of nowhere. Like we said, we we knew about it, but like not really. And we watched the first one, 1984, and we're like, holy shit. Mm-hmm. Like, this was actually pretty good. So now I'm excited to watch them. It doesn't matter. Yeah. I wanted to see the next two, and they came out every week. And it was something, it was water cooler stuff. You could talk about it. Right. I got excited about it. Like, I was talking talking friends up. Like, you got to watch this so I can talk to you about it because there's the next one coming next week. So stuff like that, I feel like Netflix really needs to sink their teeth into and do more thinking outside the box like that. I agree. And the first one felt very kind of like scream meets stranger things. The second one was very Friday the 13th, like uh, camp stuff. And then the third one started out a little slow and it was like, it kind of was like uh, the witch or like one of those like old, and I wasn't into it. Yeah. But then thankfully they kind of turned that around and bring it back Mm -hmm. into the modern or the present day. And it was, it was great. Uh, the movie I have fifth of uh, the horror movies from this year, Don't Breathe 2. And again, I, I missed this, this well, electric this... boogaloo, and I shouldn't have. Like, I don't know. It just, fuck, man. I just like timing of it. I don't know what happened. So too many of these also ended up being theater only. And then when they did come out, you had to pay for them. And they, they weren't immediately on streaming mm-hmm. services, which I think fucked them because there's so many movies that are just for free right now. That I bet a lot of people aren't doing this. So the first Don't Breathe is one of both of our favorites. It's yes. got the dork stamp of approval. We love that. Also is in our top 50 horror movie list of all time. This was a bit of a twist. And this isn't a spoiler because it's in the trailer. But basically, 
Well, the first one's kind of a twist too, because there's a like, twist in there. There's a weird twist. In yeah, one. because you're like, all right, well, no, 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 well, yeah, there's that twist, right? Yeah. But I'm just saying it's it's sort of an interesting movie because you're like, wait, so the bad guy was just in his own house and they broke into his house. So why do right. I fucking why is he the bad guy? Like these kids are breaking in. Why do I you know what I mean? Right. And then this one kind of flips it even more where you're like that guy in the house who you even learn some other shit about. You're actually kind of on his side in this movie. Nice. But there's a reason why. Yeah, it's it's pretty fucking good. I don't think it got very good review. I fucking kind of liked it. Maybe because the other one was just so good, you know. It's just like yeah, it's, it's always not... a letdown, you know. Yeah, that's true. It's not as good as that one, but yeah. again, if you're going in with that kind of expectation, you're gonna be disappointed. Mm-hmm. Uh, number nine on my list: Muppets Haunted Mansion. Why not? Right? Oh, great. Have some fun with it. Oh my god! Because and I it's... think my in my old my um Pepe the King Prawn might be my favorite Muppet right now, as an adult. And so this is. A Gonzo Pepe vehicle. The romp. whole thing. A buddy comedy. Romp. Mm-hmm. So I like Pepe as well. I will say the rapport between Gonzo and Rizzo the Rat from Christmas Carol is better. That's a hard duo to top. It is. But Pepe and Gonzo were very good. All the other characters are kind of like very like not even secondary. They're kind of like buried or buried. Uh, Will Arnett is good as one of the like humans that's in the movie. One good scare in this movie too. Uh, it scared the pants off my kids. I don't know about yours. Oh no, I didn't watch it with CC yet. All right, yeah. Oh, it got it got something got them. Yeah, I'm right. not the the one with uh, Stamos. Oh, yeah, got him a little bit. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. It's also, I mean, it's barely a movie. It's like 50 minutes long. It's more like a special, but, but I put like, it on the list. Yeah, again when you see like a Pixar movie that's like two hours long, like what the hell are we doing? Who's it for? Yeah. And then did I tell you, Oh, we went to see Coco and I had to leave. Yeah. Oh, Jesus Christ. They put in like a half hour frozen short. They didn't tell anybody they were doing that. Dickheads. Yeah. So whether you have kids or if you're just like me and love the Muppets, it's on Disney plus right now. So watch Muppets haunted mansion. All right. Number 10, Ryan, I know you have thoughts on this one. Malignant. I love it. I, you, I, I knew I knew you would. I love this movie. Yeah. Did we talk about it yet? We barely talked about it. I think it might have been either in Pick of the Pod or not, but we can we can go back. We can go ahead and repeat yourself on that. Oh, so I loved it. The I was one movie, HBO Max. And I was trying to tell you, I'm like, I think how I described it to you before you watched it, I go, This movie will be some people's favorite movie of the year. It'll also be people's least favorite movie of the year. And I loved it. What it was, it was a callback to all of those movies that you would find in the horror section at Blockbuster Video that were just, like, so stupid. But, like, and it knew, it, it leaned into that, that mm-hmm. B-more, that B-movie horror bullshit. Um, and I thought it was, I was dying laughing the entire time. And I don't, if you didn't grow up watching those movies, you wouldn't know why I was laughing. But, like, mm-hmm. you wouldn't know why, you like, but... You get it. Like, if you I, get I it. I 100% get it. And I was yeah. like, I was like, Davey will like this. I'm like, I can't recommend this movie to everybody. They're going to say, what the fuck are we watching? What is this? But there is a certain group of people who will be all about it. And uh, to me, and it's not, okay. What I'm about to say might sound like hyperbole. And it is, okay. I got the same feeling watching this as I did the first time I watched Evil Dead. When wow. I was like what the fuck like yeah. what 
the yeah. fuck is this? And then I start laughing. I'm like, what the fuck is going on? Like, this is so ridiculous. Like, I, mm-hmm. I, it was that. It, it's not as good as Evil Dead or Evil Dead 2 or, or even Army of Darkness, but it's like in that vein. Yeah. Where it's like so over the top. And they do like those, the Sam Raimi like zoom ins on people and they're making the, they're like making that. I love that shit. I and love I love it. how so like, campy. There's sort of, and I, I recommend, I definitely, people should watch it. Horror movie fans and sort of like into that weird, like 80s shit. Even like some of the Cronenberg stuff, like watch this. And like the reveal at the end yeah, is so dumb. Yep. It's so dumb. <laughs> I love, I love James Wan though. He can, he can, so he directed the first Saw, yep. Dead Silence, Insidious, Insidious 2, Conjuring 2, but he also did Fast and Furious 7 and yeah. Aquaman. Like, this guy gets it, man. Like, and he's this making guy the next it. Aquaman. He's making the, the, the sequel yeah. coming out. And somebody, I think somebody on Twitter was like, so basically, James Wan made money from Fast Seven and Aquaman, just so he could make this like love letter to horror movies. Oh, it was, fuck yep. yeah! And like, why wouldn't you? It would if you and I were movie makers, right? And we were like co-directing a movie. We're like, we'll do whatever you want. We'll do two movies if you let us do one, and that's our deal. So and like, then we'll do two movies you want us to do, and then we get to do one. You can't say no to us. Yeah, that would be that's the best deal going. By the way, uh, you remember the old lady that they bring in in insidious yes like so so like to like in fucking investigate or whatever right i probably should have known this but i finally put it together when i was watching the original nightmare on elm street with my niece and nephew yes the teacher who's in the movie for like 30 seconds is her come on yeah it's her i'm like that looks just like her and then i looked it up and i'm like yeah she that lady's in like a ton of horror movies, but she was in Nightmare on Elm Street for like a minute, a hot second. Yeah. So James Wan is the king of like one one word title horror movies. Uh huh. Insidious. Conjuring. Conjuring. Insidious. Uh, yeah. Malignant. Yeah. What else? Is there, is there another one? Aquaman. Aquaman. <laughs> I love him. I don't know. What, he's got nothing else. <laughs> cooking right now just because obviously he's still working on aquaman too but yep. man i i uh i love the guy all right now there's here's one uh i have had 11 on my list the forever purge didn't see it i've so only the, seen one purge movie and i feel like there's been like five and i'm like yeah i get it i think i've seen them all probably i liked the very first one there was also another movie called the first purge which was pretty good and this one, with Marissa Tomei, who who was in it? No, uh, oh, in the first purge or the, in like, the first the, purge, the original one? No, 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 the one called the first oh. purge. <laughs> so fucking what? A it purge. was like a, it was like the person who thought of the purge. Might have been like, Marissa Tomei. It was Marissa Tomei. Yeah, was it? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So say Lena Headley was in the first one. Yes. Yeah, Marissa Tomei. So this one uh again i love the premise so much like again the movies don't always like pay off but like it's a good idea and this one basically is uh all the rules are broken as a sect of lawless marauders decide that the annual purge does not need to stop at daybreak and instead should never end and so there is a lot of like you know kind of like the political environment type of the other thing too is like the whole point of the purge it was it was one night Right. You kind of, if it's not one night, 
it's not a thing. It's just like anarchy. You know what I mean? Like it doesn't correct. But if you get enough people to think that that it should continue. But my, my thing was, is like normal people. What's scary to me, what was scary to me in the first per like, sorry, not the first purge, but the original purge movie. Thank you. Cause yeah. that's confusing, right? It's super confusing. Was that it was like normal people doing bad shit. Uh. Like what, if you knew that you could do anything and not, and get away with it for one, like, what would you do? And like that psychology of it, but when it's just bad people doing bad shit to yeah. good people, like that's not anything anymore. You so, know? what would you do on the purge? Ah, uh, honestly, in my mind, I'm like I would like, you know, I would rob a bank or you know or something. But like, yeah. thinking of that, if I go and rob a bank, first of all, the bank's already going to be robbed. Secondly, yeah. secondly, you're not going to be alone. I'm not going to be alone. And not only that, people can kill me on site right without having to like because they're armed too so really in re reality what i would do is hide for 20 yeah hours. i think so like i was i was thinking about it i'm like Just i think keep to myself yeah i think what you would do is and then the other thing you would either go somewhere but you would also with the the risk of somebody just destroying your house you would have to beef up the home security to the point that a lot of these people in the movies have where you like you not just board it up, but you're able to like put just a whole kind of like bubble around your house and just fucking wait it out. And for me, like I might fucking just grab a tent in the fam and just go into the woods for a, a night. That's risky. You know? No, like deep. Risky. Like I would go like way into the woods, you know, yeah. you know, and just be like, we're just, just be quiet. Yeah. So like once a year, you'd be like, like, I would like, would you just be with your family or would you have like people together like a fucking Super Bowl party? That's the thing. Like, but then yeah. do I trust any of those assholes? Right. You know, I know. You keep it's, a tight circle there. Yeah, you'd have it has to be real tight. Mm -hmm. uh, I'd have to imagine. I trust you. By the yes. way, I would trust you. Yeah, we could hang out. We could have the yeah, kids over together. Have a few beers, couple, couple, two, three. You know, okay. two, three brewskis. Yeah. <laughs> you got your sword. I got my bow and arrow. We'll be all right. Yep. That's a good point. Yeah, That's a good point. All right, this next one is a uh, a foreign film mm -hmm. from. It's available on Netflix right now called Blood Red Sky. And this is one I checked out. This was uh, motherfucking vampires on a motherfucking plane. Motherfucking vampire, but they didn't know it was a motherfucking vampire. They didn't, and I. But I did like the vampire makeup though. It was very um, yeah, primal. It was like almost thirty days at night, so it was kind of like the direct sequel to the Night Flyer. If we want to so bring that up, basically think again. of a movie. Yeah, basically think of a movie where uh, you have terrorists on a plane. Mm -hmm. They try to hijack a plane. And they don't know that one of the people on the plane is a fucking vampire. And there was like some things in this movie too that were like suspension of disbelief. First of all, vampires don't exist, right? We know that. But like wow. that she's Back going ass. to what was she go what was the plan? I'm not to give too much away, but the woman who is a vampire is on a trip with her son, and she's going to America to present this miracle medication that she got from some fucking random guy mm -hmm. to American scientists that would hopefully cure her. How do you even find somebody to talk? Like, I'm a vampire. This is my cure. Can you please make more of it? Internet? Would be like, get the fuck out of here right now. I would think the internet would probably yeah. get it done. And again, get... suspension of disbelief, but it's like Passenger 57 or Air Force One with vampires. Uh, yeah. But it's also got a little of, I'm trying to think. It's got a little Michael Mann. It's really a cosmic gumbo. <laughs> Definitely Tarantino. But it knows what it is. 
No, I'm trying to think what else it even is is like. It's snakes out there this big. Oh, they're fucking vampires on the plane, <laughs> not snakes. Christ. Oh, uh, you just bing it. You'll find a doctor who can create. It's not bad though. It's not bad. It's it's pretty good. I loved uh what's the guy's name? Eight ball. Yeah. He was pretty I, fun. I like most vampire, like most vampire things, I'll at least entertain and see what you do with it because there's all different tweet twists. 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 There's twists and wrinkles that you can do to vampire. Like it's not all uniform. I love so my favorite vampire movie of all time is Let the Right One In. Um yeah, great one. Rid- not let me in, but let the right one in. The yeah. Swedish one. That one movie is fucking perfect vampire movie in my mind uh yeah it is oh you know what movie actually i gotta say this now because it's fucking dorktober i looked this up so i want to make sure i get it right get the year right salem's lot i would i would argue ready this is gonna be a big one this is gonna be a big statement coming up the most underrated the most underappreciated horror movie of all time is near dark hmm. look at that 1987 uh directed by Catherine bigelow starring bill paxson yeah oh, speaking of vampires that's why i brought that's why I, that's why it reminded me Catherine bigelow yeah i mean she is an incredible director prolific yeah is it as a director so yeah near dark's got to be on tubi let me take a look she directed Point Break. Yeah. Oh, she's incredible. Mm-hmm. But I'm telling you, right there, Near Dark it doesn't get nearly enough. Uh, didn't get enough, enough credit. By the way, fuck your Hurt Locker. She directed Point Break. She's director director of Point Break. I know Hurt Locker. What do you mean Hurt Locker? She directed the Hurt Locker too, and she won an. Oscar. I know that. But what, what I'm saying to the audience, she directed the Hurt Locker too. Fuck that. She directed Point Break. That's all you need to know. You don't have to curse at me. I'm not. I'm just cursing at everybody. You don't have to curse at oh, me. Oh, Bill Paxton. I wait a minute. I've seen this movie. I hope so. And she was married to James Cameron for two years. Right. And did he produce this movie? Maybe. Maybe. She also did uh, Zero Dark Thirty. She did do Zero Dark Thirty, which is awesome. Yeah. But this was like a better Lost Boys. Dude, this movie was awesome. Awesome. Is this the one where, yeah, this is the one where Bill Paxton gets all like burned up? Yeah. 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 It's gnarly in this one. Yes. Seen it a long time ago. I got to watch that again. I haven't seen it. I haven't seen it in like 20 years. I can't see why. I don't know where it's at. I don't know where it's streaming. Pluto TV? It's got to be on Pluto or fucking Tubi. You no know one's had, I told you last week, sneaky good horror movies is uh, Prime. So this says Prime. It says premium subscription. So sometimes that means some other. I don't know if that means sh- fucking what, but anyway, watch Near Dark. You'll, Hell you'll yeah. love it. All right. Here's a couple, Rye, that uh, are. Sort of sequels, reboots, reimaginations, spinoffs, etc. We're gonna throw out Spiral. So I saw this. Okay. Um, Chris Rock. You didn't, you didn't like it. I didn't. I wanted. I really wanted to, but I. I did not. But it's way better than many of the Saw sequels. You might find this hard to believe. I enjoy most of them. Right. I like. I like a Saw movie. I how many saws have there been? Eight. Sounds Plus this sounds about right. I think there's been eight, including Jigsaw. So there's been eight saw movies. This is the ninth, and they're the green. They've greenlit ten. Wow. So I would say this is in the top half of saw movies. 
Okay, so you're right. This is the ninth. And this was directed by Darren Lynn Bowsman or Bozeman, mm-hmm. who also directed two, three, and four. Which are the better I was the after three, it kind of goes downhill. I would agree. I would say the first one is still night and day the best one. By far. And, and then it might go in order two, three, four. And then I think it skips to Jigsaw. Yep. Was better. And then probably this, and then like five. Or maybe 3D, 5, 6, somewhere in there. Yeah. and But Chris Rock, to me, like, I I still can't tell if the guy's a good actor. He's all over the place. Some movies you see him, he's awesome. Other movies you see him, you're like, is he serious? Like, I didn't think he was good in this movie. I didn't also thought he was the worst acting I've ever seen him do was in Fargo. Yeah, that, that really floored me. Because that's, that's a show that just cultivates great acting and i watched i just recently rewatched the first season of fargo fucking incredible like the cast in that show is unreal Mm -hmm. you forget that like colin hanks was in that show right and uh bob odenkirk bob odenkirk is in the first season of fargo bob odenkirk was it patrick wilson was in it no he's in season two so so in season one season billy bob thornton martin freeman um calling yeah like the unbelievable excellent. yeah excellent so but spiral's still on the fringe of like i i would i would tell people to watch it but i'm not like oh you gotta see spiral mm-hmm. you know uh 14 is the movie we did last week halloween kills shit in your mouth bad <laughs> it was pretty bad like shit shark sandwich bad it was uh friar's helmet bad yep <laughs> all right this is a weird one. This movie is called Aftermath. I saw it on Netflix. Yep. And it is a young couple struggling to stay together when they are offered an amazing deal on a home with a questionable past that would normally be beyond their means and a final attempt to start fresh as a couple. They take the deal. And it's the kid who played Iceman in the first X-Men okay. movies. And then... Uh, the female in this is her name's Ashley Green. She was in a bunch of the Twilight. Oh, I know Ashley Green. Okay, yeah. So she's the best part of the movie by far. Uh, it kind of kind of steals from like a handful of uh horror movies. Mm-hmm. Not great. Not a complete. Not again. Not a, not a waste of time. But not great. I have it ranked slightly ahead of The Conjuring. The Devil Made Me Do It, which we did a standalone on. Oh. Neither one of us liked. Yeah. Uh, then I have The Woman in the Window with Amy Adams, which this fucking movie wanted to be good. The cast is is off the charts, but it was a dud. It was an absolute oh, dud. Amy Adams, Julianne Moore, Gary Oldman, Wyatt Russell, Anthony Mackie, Jennifer Jason Lee. You can't pull together a fucking good movie with that? They couldn't. Isn't that amazing? Ugh. And uh, what's his name? Paperboy. Brian Tyree Henry was in it. So was this, it was like a Hitchcock movie? Uh, it wanted to be. Or was like a take on that or something? Well, it wanted yeah. to be. I mean, so Amy Adams' character won't leave her house. Yeah. She has a whole thing. She won't leave her house. So it's a little rear window and like her spying around. She has right. like a tenant okay. that lives underneath yeah. the, in like a whole thing. Oh, so the director of this directed a movie. Joe Wright directed one of my favorite movies of 2013. Uh, oh, he's an executive producer. Uh, Lock, starring Tom Hardy when he's like driving in the car. Have you seen that movie? Oh, interesting. No. It's a good movie. All right. It's, it's just him out. in a car, like basically talking to himself. All right. It's pretty, it's pretty awesome. 
Uh, we also got a new Wrong Turn movie. I didn't see. I didn't even know this existed until you yeah. put it on the list. This was one of these ones, like, again, that was like most of them was supposed to come out last year, got pushed mm-hmm. to this year. I liked the original Wrong Turn a lot. And sneaky some of the sequels like weren't bad like they were clearly like direct to dvd shit but like if you sit and watch them you're like actually not terrible this one it takes it in a different direction i'll say and it's not to me not great uh army of the dead came out we did a standalone on that i don't need more time on that uh a quiet place part two I don't like these movies. I don't. People do. I don't. You know how I stand on them. Here's two things that aren't the reason why I didn't like it, but it's for people like us who analyze Mm -hmm. movies that will drive you nuts. Ready? Here are two things. One, at the beginning of the movie, they are they they have like some flashbacks to like when things weren't complete shit. Right. And they have a uh they're playing there's a baseball game, right? I think John Krasinski's kids playing baseball. Yes on a softball field it yep. drives me nuts they're playing little league baseball and there's no mound they're throwing from flat pissing mm-hmm. me off and in the same game killian murphy's character is listening to the radio it's a legit radio he's listening to the red Sox game on the radio but it's dave o'brien and jerry remy who are the tv broadcasters not the radio not weei not the red Sox radio network and even if I, I didn't that. Work, even if I didn't work there, it would still drive me nuts. And I think as someone who's from this area, like right. that's a no-no. Chris, being from Newton, Krasinski, like if you're gonna like it's stupid things like that. Like you clearly wanted to like, hey, let's listen to the baseball game. And you're like, all right, but I like the TV guys. It's like, no. All the people in New England will know that that's just stupid shit. And everyone knows, like, if you put Sean Sean McDonough and like Joe Castig on there, like oh. they're gonna know immediately. Yeah. That those are the real voices. Correct. So that that drove me nuts. Let alone the whole like the movie. Like I just no disrespect to Bradfoe or Lou Merloni, but like oh. I hear Joe Joe Castiglione. The guy that's that's who I hear as I've that's, since I was a kid. Like right. Yeah. Uh, but again, watch- there, this movie had other problems. So yeah. like, okay, it did have half problems. this movie. I liked. Okay. Half I hated. I liked Killian Murphy and the daughter doing their thing. Yep. The whole thing with the son and. uh Emily Blunt, that was dumb. Mm-hmm. That was super dumb. Like how, d- like the massive, like the big, like payoff scene, like at the end or whatever. It was like, not for me. No, pretty shitty. Uh, th- here's a movie that I probably should watch again because uh, Davey was kind enough to point out to me that I can turn the dubbing off. I thought once a movie was dubbed, it was just fucking dubbed, and I no. hate a dubbed thing. I can, I don't mind subtitles. I hate dubbed. And so it's called a classic you horror story. Bozo did it. <laughs> don't swear. Oh my god. What game show have you ever seen that had swearing in it? So a classic horror story is available on Netflix. It's actually pretty interesting. Uh it it's got a few twists on a few classic things. Uh, I was kind of distracted by the dubbing, but again, I fucked that up myself. So <laughs> watch that one. Uh, the, the final two I have real quick here are the Megan Fox movie till death. Didn't see it. So this isn't a complete spoiler, but they kind of took some of Gerald's game. Remember Carlo Gugino's? Yeah, yeah, yep. So this is a movie where, uh, 
Megan Fox ends up being handcuffed to her dead husband. Right? Okay. Yeah. And well, I mean, nobody's gonna fucking care. So I'll spoil it a little bit. The fucking the husband, like the, the relationship's not good. The husband's a fuck up. He actually kills himself and he like apparently wants to put her through hell. So he handcuffs them together. They're in a, like a lake house, like all by themselves. She's like dragging them all around the house. And I'm like, because obviously there's no key, but it's also not the handcuffs that are super tight. It's the ones that have like a little bit of a chain in between. You know? Yeah. yeah, yeah. Yep. If you were handcuffed. So first of all, she doesn't like this guy. He's a piece of shit. And he's dead. Yep. And okay. Maybe there's not like a knife or something. I already Ooh. know what I do. You would fucking smash the shit out of his arm until it's yeah. broken and then just yeah you're out of there or just find something sharp anything yeah well i guess he took the sharp stuff like she made like a line like he took all the sharp stuff but you would just smash his arm against the you wall just take or you just take yeah. something like i would grab his arm mm-hmm. like you said break the shit out of his wrist yep. and then just find like a wall like and a then you're out of there. a wall and just start fucking going to town on it it drove me nuts she drove she dragged him up and down the stairs she dragged him to the, the car i'm like come on no you could in a house like you could fucking take out a railing like mm-hmm. in the in the stairs and start fucking stabbing at it you know yeah. any of these little fuckers ever pop out of the fucking wall and say fuck there's a horse cock in my room or a donkey dick no oh. <laughs> okay okay and then the last one I have on my list is an Amanda Seyfried movie. And this was terrible because this was months and months ago. Nothing was on TV. And I got to pick what we were watching with, with me and my wife. And mm-hmm. I was like, oh, it's Amanda Seyfried. It looks like it could be spooky. It's called Things Heard and Seen. It's one of the biggest piles of trash of the entire and year. it's crazy. Don't she put it. out two dump horror movies this year. One, this one. And remember, I was confused. That's why I'm so fucking confused. Because you, you were talking about this movie. And she put another movie with Kevin Bacon. Oh, my God. Which was like, I guess, was also horrible. She's a great actress. Like, I like her very much. Yeah. This is an artist. That yeah. out of all the Mean Girls cast, like, she was going to be the one that was, like, Oscar nominated. Who would have thought? Well, Rachel McAdams has been, though. Yeah, yeah, but I feel like there was a run there with, like, Mamma Mia and, like, a bunch of other shit. That, like, Amanda yeah. Seyfried had, like, a better True. run than any one of them. Yeah. Jennifer's body with the aforementioned Megan Fox. Mm-hmm. The uh, the plot is an artist relocates to the Hudson Valley and begins to suspect that her marriage is a sinister darkness, one that rivals her new home's history. It's oh, sucks. so so basically, what lies beneath a worse version of what lies beneath. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was oh, Michelle um, Pfeiffer and Harrison Ford. That movie was good. A that much was, worse, a yeah. much worse version of that. So there you go. Those are the horror movies that came out this year. Again. Uh, watch Candyman, Werewolves Within, the Fear Street trilogy, the Long Halloween, uh, two movies, and Don't Breathe Two, and then oh. if you and Malignant, if you like, if if you like that kind of shit. One other one I watched that you didn't watch actually that sucked. Old, the Shyamalan movie. Oh, you saw that? I did saw not. It, it stunk. Yeah. Oh my god, this guy is talking about losing your fastball. That's a, like this tough. had this guy's had Tommy John. He had Tommy John came out with uh what was the one that was okay split, split. yes so like yeah. we're like okay okay like now he's got it back tommy john again he's tommy john again and it's <laughs> like it's bad now they're gonna use pig tendons and he just he's cobbled together with like nuts and just bolts right now what a mess yeah what a mess right all right let's get to this pick of the bomb pick of the bomb pick of the bomb pick of the bomb 
All right, before you decide whether you want to kick, receive, defer, or defend the goal, just uh, a reminder, you guys can tweet us at Dork Podcast or email us dorkpodcast at gmail.com. Uh, do you agree with the list, disagree with the list? What's your favorite horror movie of the year? And uh, maybe one that we missed that we did not get to. So uh, as uh, for that, Ryan, would you like to kick, receive, defer, or defend a goal? I will defer. All right, so I've done this too many times on the podcast, but I feel like it's still worth doing. I will sometimes hear your pick of the podcast and then two weeks later actually watch said thing and then follow up with you and i think i've done that to you too so we're even now it's all good and it's funny actually brad in the uh chat says exactly what i was gonna say Mm -hmm. squid game yeah davy recommended squid game and i told him the same thing i just said about a classic horror story i go i fucking can't stay in dubbing and he goes well turn it off i was like what (laughs) Turn it off. Just put the original language with subtitles. Because I think my issue is on on Netflix, we usually have the subtitles just on. And Same. as as you know, Davey, and I think anybody listening, especially if you have little kids and you watch stuff while they nap or right when they first go to bed, you have the volume on, but it's low. And so I just have the subtitles on. And then so when a movie pops on and the subtitles were already there and there was dubbing, I'm like, oh, I guess they fucking just they don't. They don't match. <laughs> No, and they don't match. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> oh, it's brutal. And I'm like, let me, I want to hear what the actor's voices are. I don't give right. a fuck if I can't understand them. Like, let me hear the voice. I can read the thing. And I'm I'm all in. I've, I've never complained about subtitles. And then so I watched the first like episode or two that way. And then you told me like, turn it off. And so I'm not done yet. So don't spoil yeah. it for me yet. Anybody out there. Don't spoil it for me yet. I have like two and a half or three episodes left. I fucking really like it. And this, I really like it. Yeah. This was hyped up to me too. Like usually like if somebody hypes something up, I kind of am like, I kind of pick holes in it. I'm enjoying the shit out of this. Yeah. And it's like, it's not what you think it is. No, you, know, you think it's like just some like hunger games rip off. It's not. Nope. And there's, there's like a bunch of different angles that play too. Mm-hmm. Like I'm not just waiting for one thing to resolve itself. I'm waiting for like three things to resolve. Right. itself. So I highly recommend squid game. I, would like to do a standalone episode on it, but we're we got a lot going on. A lot so going on. it may be it may be tricky, but uh, anyway, I am watching it for people who have asked, and I like it very much. And hopefully, I'll finish it soon. Uh, what do you got? So a quick story. So I was thinking of this. I was telling the story the other day. I'm coaching high school football again, and I was telling a story to one of my former coaches. I because we were going out for a game in the second half, and I said to one of the captains, "We deferred in the first half," and I said. You know what you're doing, right? And the kid was like, yeah, I go, go, tell me, tell me what you're doing. He goes, we want the ball. I go, okay, go, like go. And the guy was like, why'd you do that? I go, true story. (laughs) I sent a captain of my JV football team. We deferred in the first half. And I said, do you know what you're doing? He says, yes. He goes out. The ref looks at me, talks to the captain of the team, looks at me, looks back at the kid, shrugs. And goes, okay. The kid deferred again. No, you can't defer twice. He deferred again. He's like, what? He's like, he's like, we're deferring. And he was like super confident. I talked to the ref about it after. He goes, yeah, he was super confident. He was like, <laughs> he was like, you deferred in the first half. He's like, I know. We want to defer again. And he like yeah. looked over at me. And I was like, uh-huh. I didn't know. I just figured the kid knew what he was doing. So like, <laughs> I feel like that did happen once, like in high school, where some like there was like a what defer. The fuck are you doing? We got like, the ball twice, and we're like, okay. <laughs> what? Like, All right. deferred in the first half that means you get the yeah. pick in the second he's like oh, i thought you wanted me to defer I go yeah in the first whatever Doesn't well it also happened once where i think oh, fuck i forget what the exact situation was but i think we might have deferred 
and then the team was like, "We're all kicked this way," and you're like, "What's that?" Okay, like okay. in the first half, like we, like <laughs> yeah. they decided, like it was their choice, and they kicked, and you're like, "Great, interesting." So we'll we'll return. Yeah. Anyway. Um. But anyway, so my pick, it's it's kind of a sneaky one. I'm pulling a sneaky on you because these are three old movies, but oh, they're I love all. It but they're all on HBO max right now. And it's the last week in October. So it's the last week I can do this pick evil dead, evil dead Two, army of darkness, all on HBO max. So if you haven't seen those yet, watch them in a row, understanding that evil dead two is just evil dead one with more budget. <laughs> yep. And army of darkness might be one of my favorite horror movies of all. Actually it's like top three. Horror it's movies great. Of all time. Yeah, no, it's awesome. It's mm -hmm. awesome. I would suggest if you don't have that much time to skip the first one. I know, I know you like it a lot, but it, feel free to just watch Evil Dead Two in Army of Darkness. Well, what? No, watch them in order so you can say, "Why the hell did I even watch the first? <laughs> what? Was so you watch one? Evil Dead Two? It's like, so I could have just watched Evil Dead Two, and it's way better. Be like, yeah, Evil Dead Two is one of no, Evil Dead Two is in my top three horror movies. Army of Darkness, top ten. Yeah. Okay. Because I don't think Army of Darkness is really as a horror movie. It's more of like a fantasy sci-fi. Yeah, I know. I don't know if I even ranked that one because it was There's a zombies. Hard one. Huh? There are zombies. So yeah, no, it is. I mean, you could definitely say, it, but there's even yeah. more, there's way more comedy. Like they lean. Oh way my god, it's them. so fucking funny. Yeah, it's great. Yeah, it's really funny. Mm -hmm. But yeah, yeah, basically, Evil Dead, and Evil Dead Two. It's like watching a movie in uh, standard def and then watching it in 4K. So it's like watching. If you saw the movie, what's that movie with most death and Jack Black? Be kind, rewind. Yes. It's like you watch their version of the movie first and then the real one. <laughs> like, why the fuck did I even watch what, that? What am I doing? Yeah. All right. Next week, we're going to do Dune. Yep. So give people time to either watch it for the first time or watch it again. It's currently streaming on HBO Max and in theaters if you want to go to the theater for it. And then in two weeks, the next Marvel movie, Eternals. Which yeah. I'm already I'm predicting is going to be a pile of crap, but I am going in with uh with just a clean slate. It and I have been I've ever seen. I have been cordially invited by Mac and Goo to be one of their plus ones at the at the press premiere tomorrow. You son of a bitch! No spoilers. Don't text no, me. No, no, I'm, I'm not going to say a word for a long time. I'm not going to say a word. Don't, don't tell it. Say a goddamn word. But my prediction is, Cho jeans. Oh no! That's my prediction. It just looks like Choji. Right. It looks like the fucking Inhumans. But I listen. We'll I've been wrong before. Open mind. I've right. been wrong most before. anticipated movie of the year. <laughs> also, uh, it hasn't happened yet, but it's scheduled to happen tomorrow. I am going to join the gentleman from Pop Culture Pile Driver, Jason Rossi and Billy D. They're doing <laughs> each of the Scream movies as standalone episodes. Oh my god! So they got they got to get you in on that. They got me for fucking Scream 3. What? Fuck, the worst one. Ah, <laughs> oh, Christ. But I, I'm a sucker Any for chance Scream. to talk Scream. Any exactly. chance to talk Scream, we're talking Scream. Exactly. So I'm yeah. in on that tomorrow. We'll tweet all that stuff out. Again, at Dork Podcast. You can follow us on Twitter, Instagram, uh, YouTube. Email us your should I have bought this and how you've celebrated Dorktober to this point. Maybe we'll squeeze out another dink by the end of the uh, by the end of the week. Who knows? And hey. It's Dorktober. Until Thanksgiving, until after Thanksgiving, Dorktober may be over, but Small Dick Fall rolls on all the way that's through a, Thanksgiving. That's a good point. Small Dick Fall, so there should be dinks uh, left, right, and center. All over the place. Yeah. That's why I put that. Uh, really, uh, Ryan, you don't give a shit, do you? What'd you say? I said, you don't give a shit, do you? Not really. <laughs>